Hello, I'm Jim Ford. And I'm Dan Kurtzke. And this is the Lantern Cast. Episode 6. This is going to be another little quick episode, um, just like our other one. Yeah, we'll see about that. <laughs> nah, it'll be fine. <laughs> Jim does not know what the topic is for this episode. After he sprung the last one on me, I decided, you know, I'm going to spring this one on him. Do you feel ready? Are you prepared? I am completely unprepared for this, <laughs> so let's go. All right. We are going to talk about our, you ready for this? Our top three lamest Green Lantern villains of all time. Oh, my God. Ha <laughs> ha. <laughs> oh, boy. This is horrible. Yeah, yeah you're going to hate me. You probably do already. Lamest Green Lantern villains. Yes. I'll give you some time to think. I'll I'll leave up with one of mine. Okay. The original Sonar. The original Sonar. Is this the guy that had the cape? And the uh the marching band uniform? Yes. Yes, yes. That was yeah, that was the first one that popped into my mind, too, actually. Yeah. And his his big weapon of choice was a tuning fork gun. It was literally a tuning fork with a handle and a trigger. <laughs> and I did some research on this guy. The whole reason he uses sound is because his parents were deaf, and so a lot of people were a jerk to him because of it. So he ran around basically... Just trying to deafen as many people as he could. <laughs> oh, wow. He sounds like a real winner. Oh, yeah. And, you know, I, I can't pass on this detail. I was, because again, I was reading up on him. And, because I'd never read his first appearance. Do you know how Hal Jordan first found out about Sonar? No. Hal went to the tiny fictional nation Sonar comes from. Because he wanted to get a stamp for Pie Face's stamp collection. And somebody just kind of tells him, yeah, this dude who lives here went to attack America with a tuning fork. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, back then the, the, the villains were kind of kind of off. Yeah. <laughs> so what do you think? You got one? Um, How about the... Bizarro version of Green Lantern, the yellow candle. Oh, awesome! <laughs> yes, he. I, I. I. At this, you know, because I'm trying to come up with this off the top of my head. I. I don't remember what his. Uh, his. His oath was, but I just remember he was yellow and black. He looked like Hal Jordan only backwards and super pale skin, and he had instead of a Green Lantern a picture of a yellow candle. On his chest. I think he actually also appeared in the Sinestro Corps War. He did. Actually, when um, there was a, an action comic story, I think it was like three issues or something, that Eric Powell, the artist of Goon, did the artwork for. Right. We, and we saw the yellow candle with a Sinestro Corps emblem on his chest. And then he showed up in Green Lantern 25. I think I remember Jon Stewart, like, hitting him with a brick or something. Actually, yes. 
that's uh, his name is Yellow Lantern. He's from Sector Twelve Eighty Four. He was created by Bizarro to protect the Bizarro world. Nice. He's a Bizarro version of Hal Jordan. Unaware of his own power, Yellow Lantern unwittingly incinerated over a dozen people in New York during the Sinestro Corps assault on Earth. It happens. Yeah, yeah, that's that's right from the Green Lantern Sinestro Corps secret files and origins. Oh, he's in there. Yeah, awesome. yeah, he's actually in there. <laughs> and I picked up that copy of Action Comics too, just because he's so bizarre. I love that one cover of just the Bizarro Justice League. Yeah. All right, keep it moving. I got one here. He's from the 80s. <laughs> it's a villain that probably no one has ever heard of. His name is Truck. Like, all right, you, you're going to want to sit down for this one. <laughs> okay. He's from the Green Lantern Corps series from 1986 when they had that embassy on Earth. All right. Okay. Truck was a guy in this bulky suit of armor that looked like if you folded a truck around a person. And he had kind of that juggernaut thing going where, you know, once he gets started, you can't really stop him. But wait, <laughs> there's more. He wasn't really a guy in a suit. Truck was really an evil alien squirrel pretending to be a guy in a suit. <laughs> I, I don't know if that's actually lame. I mean, that, that actually sounds kind of awesome. I think if Sonar qualifies, because <laughs> this was like one of Chip's people, Chip the Squirrel Green Lantern. Yeah, yeah. He was trying to become a god or something, and he was getting close but then Crisis on Infinite Earths happened and changed reality, but his consciousness made it out and took the form of a guy in a truck suit of armor for some reason. I just remember oh, <clears throat> seeing an issue where he just, like, walks over Jon Stewart and then <laughs> walks away, and then Kilowog's trying to help Jon, but he's just having flashbacks to high school football. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, um... um Okay, to keep it moving, now I have to come up with another one. Um, I am going to say... Oh, boy. What was his name? Um, okay. I'll, I'll say one that I thought was a kind of a lame twist in the Green Lantern um, Circle of Fire storyline. Mm. The dark version of Kyle. I think his name was Oblivion. Yes, exactly. That was it. You know, it was Oblivion. It was, you know, all the the bad parts of Kyle that Kyle just kind of wanted to push out of his mind. I thought that was kind of lame. Yeah. Didn't that, didn't like his ring remove that stuff while he was sleeping or something? Yeah. Yeah. It, his ring, yeah. It, it was kind of weird. I, I mean, it was kind of cool how he just kind of overcame all that and sucked them back into his brain but I don't know like to have the main bad guy of that series be like the dark parts of Kyle's mind I don't know that was kind of lame I was trying to think of Kyle villains for this too considering most of my Green Lantern collection is Kyle issues Yeah, but I, I realized like Kyle didn't have a lot of unique villains himself. He had a lot of holdovers from other Green Lanterns. Well, that, was it Dr. Polaris? 
Dr. Polaris had like a really weird costume. Oh yeah, he looked like Galactus in his first costume. <laughs> yeah. Uh <laughs> All right, I got another one. Okay. The, or- the original tattooed man. Are we talking is... about the like big buff guy who had like this little hat and uh his wife beat her and then he like tapped the tattoos to make him come out? I yes. He's not the, he's <laughs> not the current one that's running around who's like right, this right. ex-military guy or anything. He he runs around like a blazer and a captain's hat. He's Yes. He's like he's like a younger, meaner Mr. Howell from Gilligan's Island covered in tattoos. <laughs> he's just I don't know. It's like he's he's literally he's a sailor who didn't just want to be a sailor, he also wanted to commit crimes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so curious about like Silver Age origins because they're so just bizarre. He was robbing a lab for some reason. They never say why, but he was robbing a lab and chemicals spill on him. And he just kind of randomly discovered that he could form actual objects out of the chemicals, you know, if he concentrated on them enough. So he used the chemical to paint pictures on his body so that he could make them come to life whenever he felt like it. Obviously. Yeah. And some of the stuff was logical, like he had like knives and guns and shit on there. But then it gets all weird, like, he had, like, a tiger, (laughs) and then there was a dragon, and some kind of weird wheel made of fire. (laughs) It's just like, what what situations do you envision getting into where you're going to need a flying wheel made of fire? (laughs) What's on your calendar for next week? (laughs) Oh, boy. And to make him even lamer... This this is something that makes me glad they don't have the yellow weakness anymore, because they did that super cheap cheat where they had like, oh, the chemical, it had a yellow base, so the ring can't affect the tattoos when they come to life and try and kill him with their yellow, not even yellow, just their wheel made of fire. It's not yellow, but it counts. That's lame. That's totally lame. <laughs> Thus, he made the list. (laughs) Okay, so now I have to come up with uh, my third and final one? Yes. Okay. It better be good. Yeah, no, this is definitely good. Um, I'm pretty sure that I'm going to get the name right on this one, but his name, I believe, was Goldface. Oh, my God. (laughs) He was basically just a guy... In a suit of gold, and he painted his face gold, and he had a gun that shot out, like, gold dust, and he would fight Green Lantern. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> the, the, oh, my... Talk about overkill. It, seriously, it's the whole, like... Like, you wonder why people say, like, oh, Big Bird could beat up Green Lantern... This is why. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this is the stories that they were coming up with. Have a guy in a giant gold suit. Which really, it's ridiculous, because if you're in a gold suit, how do you move? That would be insanely heavy. It would be insanely heavy. But even if you have, like, you know, an exoskeleton that just helps you maneuver the suit, like, lumberingly <laughs> slow across the, the ground, 
All a Green Lantern has to do is, like, scoop up the dirt underneath you and, like, roll you up in a ball. I wonder if there's ever been a story where someone just buys a yellow car and tries to hit him. They certainly, like, got as much mileage as they could out of that yellow weakness. Yeah, really. (laughs) It's like, I have a yellow hammer. I'm gonna go knock out Green Lantern. (laughs) I remember an issue, uh, I think it was an old issue of Action Comics Weekly, where there was some kind of heist just went down, and Hal Jordan is flying after the van that the crooks are getting away in, and one of them just opens up the back door, loads a yellow bullet into a sniper rifle, and just shoots Hal out of the sky. (laughs) (laughs) Who the hell has yellow bullets? I don't know. It's like, would all, would they have to just paint it, or would? Uh. If you paint a bullet, then it's gonna get jammed in the gun. I think they might have had a panel of saying like, "Oh, Green Lantern, I heard about him. Don't worry, I I prepared for this." And then they just shot. <laughs> yeah, and how does how is it that everybody knows that he has this yellow weakness? Maybe all of those um long exposition panels, maybe everyone in the story can hear them too. God, yeah. <laughs> or every time Hal Jordan shows up, he talks for five minutes about his limitations, and <laughs> then he beats the bad guy and goes away, and everybody's like, hey, wait a minute, Green Lantern doesn't work on yellow. Yeah, he told us last time. Oh no, it's Sinestro, and he's got his yellow ring. How will I be able to defeat him, seeing as how my green ring will not work on his yellow ring? The guy's like, dude, I'm trying to have my coffee here. That's it. I'm selling this information online. Oh, man. (laughs) Gold face guy. Why didn't he... If you're going to have a gold suit, why don't you just, like, take a regular outfit and just paint it or something? No. No, it has to be, like, heavy suit, like like a suit of armor. (laughs) I mean, realistically, if it's just the color, you could just paint your clothes yellow and paint a golf club yellow and just chase Green Lantern in a circle. (laughs) I mean... (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, this guy Goldface, he basically, like, walked around in, I don't know, what eventually would become his coffin. Oh, man. Did he ever fight anybody else? Because this is a really, really Green Lantern-specific bad guy. (laughs) I... Can't imagine who else would fight him. He's like, oh, I'm gonna go after uh, the Blue Beetle or somebody now. <laughs> no, no. Basically, yeah, he was only set up for uh, fighting Green Lantern. If the Flash ever made a guest appearance, he was totally screwed. <laughs> People might think we're picking on one era of Green Lantern. We're not. It's just this is legitimately where most of the really lame ideas got fleshed out. <laughs> I wish I knew more about the uh, Alan Scott Green Lantern. I'd like to know if there were any of his uh, characters that were totally lame. I only know, off the top of my head, he had... Who did he have? He had Solomon Grundy. Yeah. He had... Um... Wait, uh, before you go any further, it's not really like Solomon Grundy was that great of a character. He's basically yeah. like a zombie. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I'm so I'm kind of interested in him when he shows up, though. He's a character I like to see used. And, and wait, wasn't he like some sort of like 
like a wooden zombie or something like that. Well, he's like. All right, what happened is this this guy. I want to say he was with the mob or something. He got killed in a swamp. Right. And just swamp magic made him come back as a swamp zombie. Obviously, <laughs> he was born on a Monday. I yes. <laughs> and I guess because he was formed out of swampness. Alan's ring couldn't work on him because he was partly wood, I guess. (laughs) It's always been so, so loosely defined. It's just like, all right, his power has trouble because he's made of swamp. (laughs) Okay. And he's a zombie. There you go. Have fun. Oh, boy. But he had like, he had, I almost call him Swamp Thing. He had Solomon Grundy. He had, like, the Icicle, and he had, I think the only other two I know are, like, Sportsmaster. Oh, that was a good one. Sportsmaster is just a guy who, like, <laughs> like, imagine you just rob a sports authority and then use what you took to commit crimes. <laughs> You're walking down there with, like, a sleeve of tennis balls, a baseball bat, some kind of, like, hockey pads... I'd probably stop at the archery department. No, I don't think he even did that. I, I seem to remember him throwing, like, croquet balls at people. <laughs> Those hurt. The only other Alan Scott villain I know is, uh, I think, the Harlequin. Yeah. That was, like, his wife's split personality <laughs> or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was his his uh, Carol Ferris Star Sapphire thing equivalent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess Kyle never really had that. Well... Well, there you go, though. There's our list of uh, top three lamest Green Lantern villains and some extra bonus stuff. Yeah, next time around, Jim will be wreaking his revenge on me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I had a pretty good topic planned out, but now I'm probably going to have to uh, come up with something far more challenging and devious. <laughs> uh, all right. So, to close out the episode, I'm Jim Ford. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Where can they find us? Oh. Okay, so if you'd like to find us on the web, we're at www.lanterncast.com. You can use that to find our current episodes or link to our forums. At thecomicforums.com. Yes. You scroll down, there's a nice alphabetical forum listing we are under l for lantern cast although the link on the website will take you directly to the forum for us well yeah if you want to be lazy about it be lazy be lazy don't you give him the satisfaction (laughs) (laughs) you can also email us at lanterncast at gmail.com oh and also our episodes are also available on (laughs) itunes we're totally and, out of order today. And if you would like to leave us a voicemail, Jim's home number is <laughs> 793. It's probably a good thing I don't know your number. Yes, if you would like to leave a voicemail, too bad. We do not no. have the technology at this time. Yeah, if you would like to leave us a voicemail, don't. No. Just write us you an can, email instead. You can, uh, how can they do that? They can record something and say send us the mp3 
Yes. Is that how that works? That is essentially how that works. Um, although I'm so dumb when it comes to this audio editing software, I don't know that I could actually make it fit and work with ours. So if you want to call another podcast and leave <laughs> an audio comment for us, we'll we'll uh, I'm sure we'll hear about it. Yeah, that would be awesome. Yes, you should call other podcasts and leave an audio comment about how great LanternCast is and then send us an email at LanternCast at gmail.com to let us know. And you will be our hero of the week. Only the week, though. Yes. And if we find out about this on, like, Sunday night, meh, sorry, that's your week. <laughs> <laughs> Well, no, we'll extend the week until Monday. All right. Long weekend. Nobody go to work. Yeah. Okay, great. I'm Jim Ford. <laughs> I'm Dan Kurtzke. And we'll talk to you next time. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs>